calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. The Violet Hour presents Hollow, Episode 6, Nocturne. The following podcast contains adult language and graphic content. Listener discretion is advised. God fucking damn it. Ow, my face, Jesus. Why are we out here in the middle of the night again? To find it. I really doubt we're going to find it out here. There's nothing around here. Nothing but snakes, gators, and prickly fucking bushes to smack me in the face. Whose big fucking idea was it to terraform this place with Earth's shittiest creatures? Careful. There are some strains of the plant that can cause necrotizing fasciditis. What's that? Flesh-eating bacteria. Gnarling. I'll take the earth shit. Your doubt is all the affirmation I need to know that it's here. Do you agree, Major? Indeed, Corporal. Didn't the scan say there are no signs of light down here? Where the fuck is here, anyway? Tea Garden B. What the hell kind of pansy-ass name is that? I don't know. What kind of pansy-ass name is Zhang? <laughs> Fucking bitch. Hey, 15728. I'll prefer Bob. Why do you call him that? That's his number. 15728. 
Isn't that a bit tedious to... It's his designated processing number after being assigned a work order from the corporation. Beats the hell out of a cell, right? Sure thing, Gath. Living the dream. Quiet! What is it? They're moving in on our position. Move! Get a fire position ready. Eight-point fire spread. Get behind the fucking line. Hey! Hold fire. I don't want you getting caught in the reload. Wait for my signal. Major? Hold steady. Just hold steady. What the fuck is that? Shit. Fucking translator's not working. Does anyone know what they're saying? It's Sation, I think. Are they... Yeah, not human. But they're uniforms. They're just like the... Welcome to the Outer Colonies, Private Thing. Alright, people, put down your weapons. I've got this. Wait. Hello. Let me just say, on the behalf of the load of... Our ship is... There are a lot of people sick and we we need help who are you amelia wallenrod i'm with the lodobiku corporation from earth allies of ours are always welcome my name is aquino this is my family's plantation it has been in our bloodline for over 200 years and it will continue to be so until we are all dead Chopin may be depressing, but it suits our mood. At least for now. <laughs> you know, he once said, Bach is an astronomer, discovering the most marvelous stars. Beethoven challenges the universe. I, I only try to express the soul and heart of man. Is there any a more nobler pursuit, Major? No. No, there probably isn't. You all speak English? Um, many of us do. Some French, Spanish, Chinese, Tagalog, Tarillo. Uh, I thought you were, y you know. Our people have been on this planet a long time. A long time with the people already here. Enough time to change. But our roots run deep. See this tattoo? It was on my ancestor at the Battle of Monte Cassino. My family have worn it ever since. Have you been here your whole life? All my life. At least for now. <laughs> Please excuse Jesper. She's a bit impaired. She's been through a lot. Your people, Lodovico. They're coming in to make consolidations and smaller operators like us are being driven out. That isn't necessarily the case now. I mean, you can't expect small operators to meet the demands of- The corporations are driving us out with weapons and guns. There is war here. We ask for help from Ludovico Corp, and they offer us scraps. What war? Here. A list of the dead and all those killed in our family militia. Our own private army. Shit, that's a lot of dead names. 
this hours. Brother, dead. Brother, dead. Cousin, dead. Another cousin, dead. Uncle, dead. Auntie, dead. Auntie, dead. Sister, dead. My three dearest friends here. Dead, dead, dead. This is all in the last five years. I've... I've never heard of this. This information isn't getting back to the home system. That's for sure. I thought there were agreements in place. The consortium charter... Ink on a page, Major. Do you think anyone cares about your treaties out here? You have a contractual relationship with Lodovico. Why not get them to help and bring in support? Oh, Major. This has been going on for as long as I have been alive. Like I said, Lodovico Corp offered scraps. We have been stabbed in the back at Franklin, at Monterio, and at Little Omaha. But not here. Not this place. Well, why not just go back home? Which home, Major? Look at me. Look at us. You see this skin? These eyes? Do you think they would accept us anywhere back in the home system? No, Major. This is our home. We have built this place with them, with the Shokrian. Before there was nothing. Now there is something. This is our home and we will fight for it. The thing is, Ludovico is making the same mistake we did. They cannot win this planet with their soft methods. They are even losing the same battles we did, 20 years ago, in the same place. They plan to sweep in after we have fought their war and take over all of our operation themselves. Don't be foolish, Tala. It is you who is foolish. Always believing the bullshit from the corporation, believing their bullshit. Forgive her, Major. She lost everyone, her whole family. We are all that is left. Diwa, stop that. You are depressing us all and turning me into a terrible host. Let's gather in the drawing room to entertain our guests. Lawrence, that one sounds so depressing. Do you know anything more upbeat? At least with some words to hear a voice. Can any of our guests play? We haven't heard a new voice in such a long time. Can I use this? Ah, the old guitar. A gift from our friends, the Neo-Soviets. Certainly, young man. There, that's better. At least he is good for something. At least he got the crazies out of you, boss. You best be careful, Zang. You're lucky we're off duty. Excuse me for a moment. Hey, what's with this place? Don't be rude, Zang. No, really. There's some kind of weird vibe here. Something isn't right about this place. You know, you are right. I was talking to old Cap before outside. Our links, they were fluctuating. Couldn't get a connection back to the ship. I mean, it's just there. You're having problems with the standard issue corporate equipment and you're shocked? Don't worry. The captain is transporting up tonight after this. Looks like you just got me to tuck you in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, but seriously, you guys. Could you even put this place in a spot or a time? I mean, look around. Look at all this. Aliens serving us Malayan food. I don't know what the fuck the background is of that guy talking to Major. 
It's like some big brown gooey mess of the stuff they threw out of Earth. That's what it's probably like out here. The aliens, the colonists, the genetics. They're all trapped out here in the same as each other. I don't know. I might hit that one up over there. Give him something to break the boredom. Oh, shut up, you fucking hypocrites. I want to take a second to tell you about a podcast I think you'll really like, Mayday. No one is prepared for disaster. No one knows exactly how they'll react in a plane crash, an earthquake, or when a lone gunman decides to open fire. On Mayday, you'll hear about the people who had to find out, people whose stories deserve to be heard. Join hosts Maya Nalani and Luke Welland as they tell you about extraordinary people who found themselves in extraordinary circumstances. Listen to Mayday wherever you get your podcasts. Not within range. Come on, fucker. Not within range. Damn it. Hello, Major. Oh, it's you. I'm, I'm sorry. No apologies, Major. It has been a long month and my people can get a bit loose when coming back from patrols. Thomas, by the way, you can call me Thomas. Please, call me Amelia. And it's alright, my people haven't fared much better. In fact, they probably have had too much time and space themselves. I guess let them enjoy the moment. We all need to experience some pleasure from time to time. Some say that pleasure and pain are the most basic motivations. Jeremy Bentham. I didn't expect that. Did you study philosophy before military service? I'm no warrior poet, just a hobbyist. Actually, I've been learning a little from our ship's computer, if you can believe it. Well to our most basic motivations. And thank you for indulging mine. You have no idea how relieved I am that we got the materials to fix our stasis pods. You're probably going to leave us soon. You must think us as fools, staying here. But, what I asked before, what would people think of us in the home system? I don't, I don't know. I do understand though, I really do. I don't have a place there either. I mean, at least one that felt like home. You're not so different from us. A lost soldier trying to find their way home. But that home doesn't exist, does it? It's what my wife would say. You remind me a little of her. You would have got along well. Or tried to kill each other. I'm not quite sure which. How long? too long. That pendant around your neck. I've seen that symbol before. Back on Yorok, a girl I knew, she had that tattooed on her back. A girl you knew? Well, this was also from a girl I knew. It was a gift from my wife. Are you a chorus? I suppose I am. Ah. Oh, don't be so shocked. All that consuming the flesh is just metaphor. You know what the Romans thought of the early Christians consuming their god? There are a lot of misconceptions out there, Amelia. Life is different here than back in the home system. We are creating a new home here on Tea Garden B. You know, you could make a home here if you wanted. We could very much use someone like you, and it is quite nice once you get used to it. I can't. I have a job to do, but 
Thank you, Aquina. I don't understand you. From what I see, you are a loyal servant and a ruthless asset who will stop at nothing. Nothing to achieve the mission for your precious corporation. But you have the temperament of a philosopher. And it seems to me that you despise the world you left behind. It's beautiful out here, in the darkness. It is. So let's enjoy it while we have this moment. What the hell is that? <clears throat> what are you doing here? Oh, I'm sorry, Major. At ease. Did not expect. Why aren't machines doing this work? It's hard to get any technology of any value out here. But surely you have the materials, the resources. Raw materials, yes. But we are barely supplied from the home system with anything that's really important. We need to make do with what we have. So you force the... And how do you think we supply the neighboring systems? Through good intentions? Hard work must be done in order to supply and maintain our presence in this local system group. Right. Yeah, well, if I may, Major, these people have committed crimes or volunteered to be modified to do this work more efficiently. There are no victims here. They're here by choice and the consequences of their own bad decisions. But they don't really have a choice to go anywhere else, do they? Major, we have been here for a long time. Your presence in this moment is just a passing memory. I suggest that you continue your morning constitutional and leave the supply of the corporation's resources to us. Captain, operation complete. Planetary interstellar uplink has been established. Would you like to send a message to Gloria Clark? Yes, yes, um, proceed. Good morning, my moon and stars. Hope you had a splendid breakfast. <laughs> I didn't, but nothing new there. I, um, I miss you so much. But once all this is over, we can be together for whatever time we have left. I... I love you. Planetary interstellar uplink has been disconnected. Would you like me to re-establish link? The wait time is three hours Excuse and... me, Captain. A call from Major Wallenrod is coming from the surface of Tiergarden B. Right. Just... Catch me through to the fucking Major. Yes, sir. What is all this? Begin recording. Recording activated. I have stepped through the fog of the thicket into what seems to be sacred ground. I am looking at what appears to be a headstone. Multiple headstones. Some are in a language I do not understand. This one is in Cyrillic? Russian, I think? Over here... Gogo Aquino, Achak Aquino, Marupna Aquino. I've found a headstone for a Thomas Aquino. It can't be him. I mean, it can, but none of this makes a damn lick of sense. Where the hell's Clark? Bring me the captain again. Calling Captain Clark. Clark? Clark, are you there? Major. Major, come in. 
I can barely hear you, Major. Interference is cutting through your signal. From the ship to the surface, there seems to be some sort of Iona cloud. Communications and data exchange is just right off the map. Now it's all over the place. Clark, I need to get back. You took a walk? Yes. See anything interesting? Yes. It's just the way it's always been. The way it has to be, you see. We are all components in a machine. We must make the best of our home to keep our home. They are as vital as we are to maintain our way of life. You know, it's not as bad as... No, that's not what I'm talking about. Thomas? <laughs> Who's Thomas? You tell me. Where are the others from the Erebus? Perhaps they left you behind with us. Have you considered staying? <laughs> Thank you, but no. I need to return to my ship. I have a mission to finish. The atmospheric tides will be right in two hours. You will have your window to leave then. Clark, get me the hell off of this godforsaken planet. Now! Major, the transport is ready with the rest. Can you just get the hell on so we can get out of this place? Welcome back, Amelia. Good to see you, lass. Okay, can anyone tell me what the hell just happened down there? We were hoping you could tell us. Everyone who's been on the surface has been scanned. There's no interference, and we couldn't find any trace of pathogens. Hang on, what? If there was some issue on the surface, why didn't you just call through? Aye, we did. Well, we tried. We've been trying for the last couple of days, but there was way too much interference. It was very difficult to determine the point of origin or get through. I think in part it had to do with the surface gravity, atmosphere, magnetic field, I don't know. But there is something else that I'm not seeing. Why didn't you try contacting the people down there? We tried after hearing your message last night. We tried replying, but it seems like you didn't get our response. Then we tried the Lodovico system signal that has been active the whole time we've been here. Nothing. I got Kendra to do a more detailed scan. The structures, old mining sites, domestic equipment. People were there, but... Well, take a look. Oh my god. This can't be real. I triple-checked. It's real. There was nothing living on that planet but for plants, some animals, and our team. Nothing remotely humanoid, anyway. What did you find down there that got you so rattled? Graves. Well, people die, Major. We haven't conquered death yet. No, Captain. But the people from those graves, some of them, anyway, held a party for us last night. You are saying dead people held a party for you last night? Don't you even start. Captain, I think it is high time we get the hell out of here. I have wrestled with death. It is the most unexciting contest you can imagine. It takes place in an impalpable grayness, with nothing underfoot, with nothing around, without spectators, without clamor, without glory, 
without the great desire of victory, without the great fear of defeat. In a sickly atmosphere of tepid skepticism, without much belief in your own right and still less in that of your adversary. If such is the form of ultimate wisdom, then life is a greater riddle than some of us think it to be. I don't know if these people are ghosts. I don't know what I spoke to, but... Kurtz... Kurtz is of this earth. I mean, he's one of them. No, I see it now. I see it now so crystal clear. <laughs> it's a funny, fucked up thing, this life. That mysterious arrangement of merciless logic for a futile purpose. And the most you can hope from it is some knowledge of yourself that comes too late. <sighs> Fuck this. I need booze and some whoop-whoop. Kendra, play me some more of that music. been listening to Hollow, a production of Violet Hour Media, directed and produced by Maria Corso, written by Michael Ryan Asip and Peter Wainsutsky, music composition by Umberto, executive producer Cassie Josephov, sound design, sound mix, and master by Jan Piasecki, edited by Simon Machin, produced by Peter Wainsutsky, Shiva Nagar, is the voice of Amelia, and Doug Bradley is Colonel Kurtz. Rich Green is Donner. Andrea Garcia is Private Keen, Hannah. Emmanuel Menjavar is Carlos. Nathan Coonan is Isaac. Joey Fontana is Kendra. And Ian Dick is Clark. Additional voices by Jerry Fu, Arthur White, Matthew Musgrave, Spencer O'Neill, Veronica Macari, Kimmy Shields, and Marla Denise. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream.
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.